This episode is brought to you by Kelowna Brewing Company. If you live in Eastern Iowa, make sure to swing by Kelowna Brewing Company's tap room. Amazing food and amazing craft beer. If you live in Central Iowa or in the Midwest, swing by your local supermarket and see if they carry the Kelowna Brewing Company line of beer. And also swing by your local restaurants, local bars, see if they have Kelowna Brewing Companies on tap. If not, make sure you guys request it. You, I kid you not, you won't regret that. Other than that, enjoy this episode, guys. Thank you for joining us at uh, Beer Fish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle. So make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This Beer Fish Fanatics, this is Grandy with Mob Pop Fishing. We have Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And oh, yeah, my YouTube channel. I keep forgetting to mention that, but if you guys get a chance, help me out. Watch me not succeed at fishing, but it is what it is. Uh, quick shout out, Kelowna Brewing Company. I'm doing the one that Kit did recently. Uh, I'm, I, I've been wanting to try it. I'm doing the uh, Blue Finweisen, it's a blueberry Hefenweisen ale from Kelowna Brewing Company. Uh, it's 5.1% alcohol content. So I'm going to try this out. What you got, Kit? I have an invisible beer. Uh, uh, it is the Such a Much IPA from Kelowna Brewing. The nine. reason why it's clear or invisible is because I have a green screen and the can's green. Nice, nice. And then, uh, yeah, you know what? Quick shout out to a lot of uh, our listeners out there. I've been hearing them uh, trying a lot of uh, Kelowna Brewing company beer so that's awesome to help support our sponsor uh it's great beer anyways too so cheers man cheers oh yeah that's you know what you're right the the blueberry is not too overpowering i like that about because i'm not a huge uh, fruity beer guy and this is a really good half um but if you guys get a chance yeah this is it doesn't take away from the beer you know what i mean yeah, it's very subtle mm -hmm. make sure you guys yeah and this ipa is not super hoppy there you go. And I know that's part of the appeal of IPAs, but it's also the what's the opposite of appeal? Non-appeal. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh there's a word. I know what you're talking about. Uh, well, the hops are the reason why people drink IPAs, and it's also the reason why people don't drink IPAs. Deterrent? I don't yeah. know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Deterrent, something yeah. like that. And that works. That works, man. Uh <laughs> but anyways. Uh, just wanted because we haven't had uh, an episode just uh, fishing kit and myself. We kind of wanted to to kind of you know do a quick episode, just me and him, and do a little bit of a recap and you know talk about other things. But uh, we wanted to do a recap of the Big Creek cleanup, and you know it was an it was an awesome event. We you know it was our first year doing it. We honestly we had no idea how many people were going to show up. We were kind of like you know what we're just going to have a lot of food if nobody shows up. Uh, but you know what? It turned out really well. We had a lot of people show up that, you know, I didn't even anticipate. And it, it was fun. It, we had a good time. We cleaned up uh, a local body of water here to help the Iowa DNR out. And on top of that, it honestly, this wouldn't have been possible without our sponsor, Whisker Seeker Tackle and also Kelowna Brewing Company. I mean, they they helped, you know, set this whole thing up. And we were just kind of the, the spearheaded horse, I guess. Is that spear? I don't know. That spearhead yeah some, something like that but no it was fun and you know on top of that i think i caught one of my you know bigger wipers of the year while i was just messing around after i cleaned up so we can talk about that too that was kind of fun but yeah, lucky uh, suicidal fish <laughs> thanks man hey at least I caught, I, I caught three i caught three that that morning and it was 20 minutes 20 20 25 minutes i set up you know the for for you know the the barbecue and everything kind of get everything situated I'm like, hey, i got 20 25 minutes threw a couple lures out and it was who would have thought that's that's what you got to do so i highly recommend that even if you got 20 15 to 20 minutes if you got a local body of water just right near try it out man you just never know what you'll catch right yeah sometimes that's all you need yeah that, I mean, just that just got to be there at the right window yeah. And what'd you think, man? What, what'd you think of the cleanup? I know uh, we got some, some pretty good, you know, positive vibes. 
um, Whisker Seeker was out there. They actually had several of their uh, employees out there that actually come out there and help us. So quick shout out to Andrew, Josh uh, out there for and Joe for for being out there and helping us, you know, with the thing and everything. But man, what did you think? Because I, I had fun. It, it was, you know, obviously Big Creek's not the the dirtiest, it's not the, you know, the worst trashed or, you know, littered body of water, but we still got quite a bit of um, trash. But what did you think, man? Little backstory. I had to work that morning for those people that showed up early. I was like, hey, I uh, wonder where Kit's at. I had to work that morning because the other people in management that could have worked for me that morning were either off that Friday or Monday. And uh, yeah, so I ended up having to go into work. I got off at one and the cleanup, it was officially done at like two o'clock, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, it was done at two, but we, I mean, we, I think, no, actually we did, we did finish everything up uh, um, pretty much on time. Uh, it was just the packing up and everything and, you know, doing the raffle and stuff. But yeah, no, I mean, you, you were fine. You, yeah. I mean, you're just a little bit late. It wasn't that bad. Big of a deal. It, I mean, it was pretty awesome. I saw the trash that was picked up. And um, we did that little raffle at the end. So people were still hanging out. Mm-hmm. People, I was surprised uh, how much stuff that Whisker Seeker brought. They gave yeah. away those Versa Rattles, the Neck Gators. Mm-hmm. And then for the like the grand prize or for the actual raffles, we they two. gave away a rod. And, like what, two, two uh, hook packs? Mm-hmm. We split it up, remember? We did one hook pack was like kind of a second prize deal. And then uh, the first prize was the... Uh, the rod. Yeah, first prize was the rod. Second, yeah. second place was the uh, was the the hook pack. It was like sixty hooks, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, something crazy. Yeah, that, I mean, no, no. I, big props to to Whisker Seeker for doing that. And you know, they even said that they were excited to to be a part of something like that. And uh, I think on you know, I I think fishing kid and myself can agree that I think we're going to do this yearly. Uh, we, obviously, we probably going to move it to a different location. I mean, just kind of spread the wealth in regards to helping out bodies of water. So next year uh, we'll, we'll still get, you know, obviously we're, we're talking, we're going to do it a little bit earlier in the year. So it's not too cold uh, to get everybody out there, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to hit some other bodies of water, but I think it was a good turnout. I think, you know, just helping out mother nature, man, just pick up shit that people leave, you know, behind and just really kind of cleaning up. It, it can't hurt. And some of these bodies of water, they don't have the manpower to go around and pick up cans and pick up, you know, fishing line, you know, and all that stuff. So there's some interesting stuff that was also found. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, adult stuff, <laughs> super adult stuff. But if you guys want to know, if you're curious about that, you got message us. We'll, we'll have to tell you guys on the side because I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> hit, up, um, hit up the guy that found him, Jose. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he was on uh, uh he was on our podcast uh, with daniel before too so jose uh he found some interesting stuff so that that, that was kind of um different let's just say but yeah no, it was fun like i said you know our sponsors you know i like i said couldn't ask for anybody else to, to really back us up because we never did anything like that and for us to put that together i i, I can only see it getting bigger and, and better and i think next year um, like I said, we'll, we'll find a different body of water, whether it's central Iowa or it'll be near central Iowa. So people can come here since we're here. And I think, uh, it, it'll be better. I think, uh, we'll, it'll be bigger, bigger and better. And, and I'm super excited. Cool to, to kind of get in. My kids were out there. First thing they wanted to do was just play on the playground. They didn't help or shit those little punks, but, <laughs> <laughs> but they were there. They, they liked it. You know, there was a huge playground there. Um, also big, big ups to my, my wife was out there too. She was, she was out there taking care of the kiddos and everything, but no, no, it was a great day for me. Like I said, I was able to, to do that. And then on top of that, I got like 30 minutes of fishing in, in the morning. And then we were able to, to go fish with, um, the short rod show guys, um, Ben was out there. So we we jumped on his boat after half half of the short rod show half half the short (laughs) rod show you're right and you know shout out to ben you know inviting us on his boat to to kind of cruise the uh, big creek uh body of water try to catch some things obviously i didn't catch shit but everybody else on that boat caught at least a fish so yeah i think there was like three fish caught (laughs) yeah three three crappies you're right three only three three. but it, it got really windy all of a sudden but it was fun like i said got, got a chance to hang out with one of our listeners and also been uh with the short rod show guy um or half of them and then you 
uh, able to show us how to catch crappie. That was that was nice. Yeah, I was like, this is how you catch one crappie. <laughs> good stuff, yeah. man. Good but time. It, it, it was pretty good. I think that was the first thing or the first time Whisker Seekers done anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we learned what we could do better for next time. And I think they they also learned, like, okay, you know, here's some things we could do for next time. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I think we still have some of those uh, rattlers and some neck gators left. So I think Fishing Kit and myself will work on something, whether uh, we do a giveaway off of uh, the podcast here or even our channels. We'll, we'll work something in. We still have some of those leftovers so we can do some some nice little cool giveaways for our listeners our you know, just just our audience that that sponsors us and and, you know, supports us. I mean, supports us in regards to listening and watching us. So we'll, we'll figure something out and we'll, we'll give it a goody stuff on that yeah yeah Kelowna donated beer for the adults that showed up yeah that was so cool (laughs) no that was so cool it was it was the Kelowna light a lot of people drank it they're like you know it's really good it's you know obviously like I said it's an entry level into craft beer I highly recommend anybody in Central Iowa try it out especially if you're a bush light man woman um I'm I'm telling you it's a big difference it's a good step up in quality in regards to the craft beer so highly recommend that um you want to jump into uh fall bite fishing um i kind of want to talk to you a little bit about that uh i have honestly struggled and i'm going to need as much input and help from you kit and just our audience or anybody man i'm just like i just can't get on a bite it doesn't even matter the species in a way i mean i've, I've caught a few it's just a consistent bite uh how you been man how have you been succeeding what have you been succeeding at or how you been doing dude <laughs> um i've been river fishing a lot this fall our our rivers are kind of low right now and mm-hmm. uh i don't know i i'm normally i'm throwing plastics all the time you know mm-hmm. swim bait sometimes crappie jigs but more more i'm more tar- trying to find those those uh early fall wipers and those under and those fall walleye. Mm. So I'm throwing I'm throwing soft plastic most of the times. And with that said, I haven't been doing too good on soft plastics. I have I've not gotten on a good bite with plastics. So I've been using cut bait and that's been my go to the last probably handful of outings that I've caught fish at. Mm-hmm. Cut bait, man. It's cut bait, huh? might just have to do that then i mean i i tried uh yesterday i just didn't get a chance to kind of get the bait <laughs> gotta get gotta get the bait to, to actually cut it but uh, i think i have an idea how how i can obtain that now um but no um i yeah i just you know what i did though at least i i, I tried new techniques i mean just for for giggles i mean uh i i tried doing a drop shot i don't know if you ever fished drop shotting it was kind of different yep. i don't I've tried it, yeah. I've yeah. actually drop shot it for channel catfish. Oh, nice! <laughs> Did it work? Work good. Uh, yeah. yeah, with cut bait. See, yeah, but no, you can. I mean, technically, drop shotting, you can use anything. You can use cut bait or plastics, whatever you want, right? Pretty much, it's just the way it's set up. Well, drop, drop shots just the rig, so you put whatever right. you want on there. Yeah. But, nope. But Just... with our with our uh, low with our low water levels that we've been having, mm-hmm. uh, I've just been drifting. Piece, little piece of cut bait down river. I've been catching walleyes, white bass, gar, catfish, wiper. Um, I think largemouth also. Mm. So you know, basically we, anything in the river is going to eat cut bait. Yeah, and since we bank fish a lot, um, yeah, you're right. Like lake fishing or reservoir fishing, I've I've struggled. River fishing has been kind of your kind of go to that's produced, huh? You, you feel yeah. like that? Well, I've had a couple decent days on the lake, maybe a couple weeks ago, though. So we weren't quite this deep into the fall time. Mm-hmm. I got into a pretty good uh, white bass bite. I think they're just they're getting ready for winter, chasing the shad. The shad's all over, like, shad is all over our big impoundments. And I think the white bass right now, are, or they were chewing on the big chew. Mm-hmm. So right now we're we're almost into the winter winter like seriously winter weather pattern. I mean, any um, advice or tips you want to give myself or anyone who's struggling to try to catch anything? I mean, it, 
number one, any specific species you think we should target? And then number two, you know, any type of techniques you would recommend us to help strugglers like me? <laughs> um, I mean, if you're fishing low river waters like we have, and if you could find bait, use that cut bait. It doesn't even have to be a big piece of bait. Maybe mm. like not even a, uh, maybe the size of like a quarter. Okay. Then just use lightweight. I just use one, one little split shot and a, I think a size two hook mm -hmm. drifting along the bottom. Really? You'd be surprised. Even, even fish that you typically wouldn't think are so-called bottom feeders pick up tons. I've been picking up a ton of white bass wipers doing it. Hmm. walleyes will hit it too gotcha okay I'll, I'll, I'll try that out i mean like i said i've been struggling a little bit i don't know if it's a camera curse or whatever but um i just gotta try and just get out a little bit more it just it's just so hard obviously with the kids so i try to get out whenever i can when like i said i get 30 minutes gotta go gotta go and see if i can catch anything sometimes just need a little bit more patience or a little more time so hopefully i can as the winter comes um I do plan on getting out a lot this year during the ice season. So um, we I'm still it. waiting for a dang good walleye bite. <laughs> I know. Actually, you're right. I have not. I mean, have you said, I know I was kind of looking at social media. I haven't seen, at least locally, I haven't really seen too much. You're right. Of walleyes being showcased <laughs> on social media. I I've seen like other States, obviously like Wisconsin, Minnesota, I've seen, uh, you know, obviously they're, they're huge into, and they have that walleye population. But yeah, I haven't seen, I have obviously, I haven't even caught a, any walleye at all through open wire. Well, I caught one. It was like the dink. But other than that, I haven't caught any walleyes. I've picked up a few here recently on the river, and I can only speak um, from fishing on the river in the fall <laughs> because, well, I'm a bank fisherman. <laughs> yep. I think we haven't had a real cool down yet, like a good cool down where mm. things are consistent because this week, it's been what today was 60 yes yeah. last few days has been it's been in the 60s so we we haven't had that first real big cool down but I'm, i think that that first big cool down's coming this weekend yeah after I'm, tomorrow supposed to be no but you're right it's been is really a mild winter so far because technically we are in winter in november it are has we? you sure yeah wait i'm pretty sure i don't think so wait, you, <laughs> might, you might be right shit i don't know man <laughs> We might be in so fall. You're right. No, I think but, we're still in fall, dude. Yeah. But no, it, it's, you know, it's Iowa. You would think by November we would be frigid. Um, but no, it's it's been in the 60s. I think you, you're, you're definitely right in regards to it could affect the uh, the walleye bite. So hopefully, hopefully it picks up within the next, like you said, next couple of weeks because it's supposed to, yeah, I was looking at the forecast was be a little bit colder and everything. So, yeah, um, we got that big cold front moving through the next couple of days. I think the highs for this weekend is in, is in the 30s. Once mm. this first initial chill kind of levels out, things kind of kind of stabilize. I think that'll be the time. That'll, that'll be, be the time to start getting the walleyes. All right. So I'm gonna wait for the text from fishing kit. Then like it's on. So that means he's already caught like 20. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope I get that text, man. Let me know, dude, because I, I definitely want to get on that that walleye bite because um yeah, it's kind of fun. It's fun. I think it's like we tried, um, you know, segue into what we're, we kind of want to talk a little bit about. But we tried. Was it last week? Um, we went out with the, the the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mister um, Worldwide. Mister Worldwide. We, we we actually went on his boat. Uh, shout out to Spencer River Certified. Thank you so much, sir, for uh, giving us the opportunity to to chase some walleyes with him or with you. So. Um, Quick shout out to him. Make sure you guys check out his podcast. Check out YouTube channel. If you guys don't know that guy, then I don't know what's wrong with y'all. But mm. go check out his stuff. But he he took us out. Super fun. And obviously, uh, Spencer and myself ended up just watching Fishing Kit catch fish. <laughs> I don't know about obviously Spencer. You, you on the other hand, maybe. Thanks, man. <laughs> but no, it was fun. It, you know what? It, 
we were just talking and, you know, we, we obviously had some beverages. We just kind of, it's one of those nights and evenings, you know, it was after work. We uh, told the the boss lady, Hey, I'm going to go fish uh, with Spencer. And, and, you know, I actually even brought him some dinner that he never even ate. He gave it to his wife. So hopefully Ella liked it. So I'll have to, I'll have to ask her, but um, no, it was, it was fun, man. Even, even though I didn't catch any fish, I think I learned uh, a lot of just tidbits here and there. I think I think that's the biggest thing, whether it's, you know, fishing with you or fishing with Spencer, just, you know, just just the fish talk. You know what I mean? Like when we're just fishing, we just kind of chit chatting, you know, um, you know, just talking shit, whatever the case may be. But to me, because I haven't you know, honestly, I don't know if I ever told you, I, I never really got into fishing until like like seriously till i when i moved back do you know that yeah I was, yeah i knew that yeah because i wasn't huge into fishing and in, in or anything I, I mean i was just for fun maybe once or twice a year but when i when i moved back from because i used to live in california and i moved back to iowa um about eight, eight nine years ago and that's when i really started getting into fishing a lot more and more and yeah, I mean, like I said, when I'm with you guys, like you don't, you guys don't realize that every little thing, tidbits that we're talking about, how you guys are fishing, how you guys target these fish, or you know what, you know, uh, how high the water is, how low the water is, the moon phases, all that bullshit, or whatever is not bullshit. I mean, to me, that's just like information that I don't know about, and I learn. So I think I learn more going fishing with you and and then with Spencer, just anybody else. And just kind of learning tidbits, even my brother-in-laws and in our friends over there in Colorado, like I absorb that shit. I don't know. I don't know if you guys think that. I mean, I just talk a lot and, you know, I drink a lot of beer, but I'm actually absorbing and learning that. And that's why you asked, like, man, why do you keep asking me freaking questions, Grandy? It's because I'm actually learning. So, hey, man, if you don't, I mean, if you don't ask, then you can't get your questions answered, right? Yeah. But I think a lot of people. So that's one thing I want to tell our listeners or anybody. Don't feel don't think to feel it's a stupid question, even though it might be, <laughs> but, but in re- no, you're right. That, that's why I ask all these questions because I'm still learning. You know what I mean? Cause I don't, I, I'm not that great of a fisherman and I know that, but it's a challenge for me. And that's something I love. I love it. You know what I mean? And I'm getting better yeah. at it and just trying new things. So that's, that's the cool thing about it, but no, no huge shout out to Spencer. Make sure you guys check out his podcast. Uh, we are actually invited to be on his uh, show again. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, up, upcoming episode. We don't know when it's airing yet. Um, I'm guessing after this, after this uh, launches. When are we launching this? Monday. Um, upcoming Monday. Yeah, this one pretty. We're we're pretty recent. We're trying. I mean, we're saying pretty um recent in regards to our episodes. I don't want to be too far ahead. I think sometimes we talk about stuff that's already like a month yeah. away or two months. It's like it it doesn't even correspond to the specific time and then plus things change so fast so but no i think it'll probably be obviously after this episode releases so but no no make sure you guys check out check out uh, river certified's uh, podcast i think we're on there I, i'm trying to remember what we talked about i know it was a lot <laughs> i know it was fun dude we had a good time just kind of shooting a fan but i think um yeah yeah i'm just glad i was able to to be the only one that caught fish. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I would, I wish everybody was able to catch fish, but I'm glad to be the only one that did. Thanks, man. <laughs> no, it must be nice. Oh, it's so funny though. Cause, uh, like I say, no, we went to a spot up, you know, near, near where uh, Spencer lives and he just kind of showed us uh, a few spots up there and, you know, it's just, it's just the way it goes. We, we thought it was going to be, hmm, you know, cause we saw fish on the, the, the fish finder and in the sonar. We're like, hmm, we see a lot oh, of fish. It was like, good. man, we're going out with a freaking legendary dude hopping on his dope ass boat. Um, like we're going to be in on some, some good fishing. Yep. Get up there. Like, oh man, it's a little rough. <laughs> but you know what? You guys got to go. Uh, if you guys get a chance, if you guys have some time, sign up for uh, uh, River Certified. Go go to his website and sign up. And get he does guides now, so his boat is pretty badass, man. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was pretty fun to to kind of feel like a, a a VIP on on Mr. River Certified's boat. That was pretty nice. Uh, speaking of his boat, I backed up a boat trailer for the first time <laughs> when we were leaving. So, so I don't know if you guys are going to hear this on this podcast or not on his, but you know what? 
so uh spencer and i were on the boat we're like all right we're cracking another beer because we're waiting for for kit to, to back this down i go this is the first time doing it and i told him he goes oh shit really <laughs> i go yep he goes all right i guess we're cracking another beer he goes well i might as well fillet this <laughs> fillet the fish that you caught too so at the time <laughs> for you to back that down uh spencer technically it literally filleted the, the, the walleyes and we finished three-fourths of our beer so it was okay it's not bad for your first time you didn't hit anything that's a good thing that's what my biggest worry was like dude i can't see anything because this ramp there's no lights and it was it was after dark so i couldn't see shit I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh man i didn't and i didn't realize how far back the trailer was in the mirrors Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was that close to the water. And then next thing, next thing you know, I was like, oh, damn, I'm all the way in the water already. Well, not all the way, but I was, you know, touching the water. Yeah. No, it was, um, you did pretty good. I mean, you, you took your time. Uh, I, I think because, you know, I, I, I still do want to get a boat. I'm hoping to get a boat next year. And I don't know, I might make a video of me just doing it the first time. And it's going to be so horrible, but it's going to be so funny. But yet could be educational like you know how i messed up i'm pretty sure i'm gonna mess up and all that but i might just record the very first time i launch so then a lot of people can obviously critique me but no that was cool man i think i think um you doing that obviously is gonna help you more and more experience when you get a boat yeah well he said next time we're going i'm doing it again <laughs> there, you, there you go man we gotta do we'll do it again soon we, we gotta do it again soon and then oh shout out to our friend bo congratulations happy birthday to bo man he got a boat too so we, we got another buddy who has a boat who's gonna be man we might not be shore fishermen any longer kid who knows i don't know all our friends have boats man i know we, we're gonna be left out we we kind of have to you know keep up with the uh, the joneses i think that's the saying yeah keep up with the joneses we might have to well you you get a boat first we'll see um maybe in a year maybe all right next year that next year that'll be my goal i i really am i think i uh i already told boss lady uh, um i got to because my kids keep asking so this is the thing my kids got spoiled man uh i took them on the boats fishing this year so every time i go hey kids you guys want to go fishing i'm thinking go to a local pond are we going on the boat dad i go no not today we're gonna go to a pond over here nope i'm just gonna stay at home I'm like, what the, what the hell? They go, only we're going on a boat. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I, I think I spoiled them on that. So in a way, I'm going to have to tell, see, I'm going to have to tell the wife. I'm going to be like, see, the kids, they want a boat. <laughs> we have to give them a boat. That's the only time they're going to go fishing, you know? So there yeah, you go. Family time. Come Ex- on. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm going to say to her, man. <laughs> but. Other than that, nope. Like I say, guys, make sure you guys check out the uh, the podcast. Hopefully, we did a good job of representing ourselves on uh, Spencer's podcast. That was super fun for him. So, huge shout out for him for the hospitality up there. And well, we should get him back on. We should get him back on our on our podcast before he heads down to. See, he's going to Florida, right, or some some shit like that thing. Somewhere down south. Yeah, we'll we'll try to grab him. Try to grab him on before he heads down. He's going to be down there for a couple months, I think, or a month and a half or so, or some something like that. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see if it gets time to get on that. So um, speaking of, uh, you know, going fishing with people and everything, I think. Uh, so I want to hear the story because Fishing Kate was telling me he has he has a story about going fishing and running into not so nice people. Um, I'm pretty sure we've all had that. We we go fishing and you you're most you know my thing is most fishermen and most fisher women are pretty considerate at least the ones who who's been fishing for a while they're nice you know everybody's it's no no animosity or anything like that but there's a few times right you run into um an a-hole <laughs> i mean it's, yeah. it's, it's simple simple as that and you're just like what the hell <laughs> So tell me your story, man. You you got to okay. get to, uh, oh wait, before you do, I'm cracking another beer. I'm doing a Kelowna light. I'm I'm thirsty Dang, today. Thirsty, thirsty. It's the third. It's not Thursday, is it? No, it's not thirsty. Thursday, Tuesday. Thirsty Tuesday. Thirsty Tuesday. And I just messed up my camera. <laughs> but all right. So Finn Kit, he has a good story. He 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 wanted to tell me how he ran to some very nice human beings. Well, I don't know if it was it's a good story or not, but like you were saying. Generally, most people you meet out there fishing, they're pretty nice people. 
for, for the most part, you walk up, talk to somebody, have a conversation with them. And you, even if you don't talk to them, you can fish within reason, within a, within a reasonable distance with people and never have a problem. And generally, the fishing community is pretty awesome. I'm glad that we're part of it. But <laughs> just, <laughs> but. just like with any community, there's always those freaking, those sore, bitter people, man. I'll just get into the story. I went out, I went out to the river today just thinking, you know, this is going to be the last nice day that we might have for the rest of the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm going to go out. It's it's uh, past daylight savings now. So five o'clock sun setting. We got to we, we get out there at like, I don't know, maybe six o'clock. So it's pretty dark already. Mm. Um, we had this one spot in mind. There's a guy there. Like, OK, no, no big deal. We'll just go up river. I was with Bo and Lindsay. They probably set up. I want to say we we're at least a hundred yards up from this guy. And then I go down maybe 10, 20 yards from where Bo and Lindsay are. And there's this guy, you know, that guy that we saw at the first spot that we wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. He's kind of around a bend. So there's a bend downstream for me. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of, you know, around that corner. And I'm fishing for a little bit. And then maybe 20 minutes into it, he, he, he kind of shout, yeah, uh, hollers at me. He's like, I hope, I hope you're not drifting your baits all the way down river. I was like, uh, I'm not really throwing it that far. I had a line out, but I, I knew he was down there. So I wasn't trying to launch it way out anyways. Yeah. And, and then he was like, well, I'm going to be casting out and I don't want to be dragging your lines all over the place, ruining them. I was like, okay. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not really, you know, throwing it out that far. He's like, well, I'm going to cast and I'll let you decide. Then he casts out. He casts out like further, uh, but it lands, you know, across from me, straight out, out from where, I, where, where I'm at. So he, he technically casts it in front of you. Yeah. And he, he came around the corner out of his way, you know, to, to I don't know, confront me for nothing, really. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, okay, whatever. So I keep fishing. I'm throwing upstream. I'm throwing upstream, not letting it drift down too far. And then he just keeps casting. And I notice it gets closer and closer. And then it lands. Like if I, if I was standing in the water, maybe like four feet in front of me, it would hit me. So it's like splash right in front of me of where I was standing. I was standing on the rocks and it hit the water right in front of me. Like, okay, I see what this guy's doing. I'm like, whatever. This guy, I don't know who he is. He might be some crazy person on drugs because it's the east side after all. You don't know. It's after dark. East side, like, Des Moines. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to grab my stuff, move move, move back up. And then I, I hear him walking up behind me. I think because he snagged his line because he threw it so close to shore that he snagged on the rocks. And nobody, Arma. nobody normally fishes like that. If you're downstream from somebody, you're not throwing it straight up the bank, like up, up river. I'm like, dude, what, whatever, dude. He was just being a prick, dude. He was yeah, he, yeah wh- where I was fishing, it was fine. Like my line, he like I said, he was around the corner, down the bend, maybe seventy-five yards away from me, uh, maybe a hundred. It was it was it was dark, so I gotta, you know, I can't say for sure how far he was, but we weren't that close. Mm. So he came out of his way around the corner to to start. Oh yeah, I'm casting up there. I'm casting up there. Then he just kept casting closer and closer and closer to shore. Like, oh my god, dude! Like well, this guy is straight. Well, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, classless, classless, or just a straight up a hole, man. <laughs> That's what I was saying, dude. You know, because, um, well, this is the thing. I think at least I know for sure most of our listeners and most people who watch us is like they're. Laid back, man. It's fishing, dude. We're just, it's fun, dude. It's, it's, you know, just to kind of be out in the outdoors and just enjoy it. Um, life is way too short to be pissed off when you're fishing. You know what I mean? Or get all, all upset. So I, he, who knows? Like you're saying, you know, they, you know, people like that, I think, you know, they just have issues, man. It, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even, they don't even have to be fishing. I bet you he's, just, he's probably just a 
terrible person. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, he could just be having a bad day. We got, we got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, we don't have to give him, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, maybe he was having a bad day and no, damn no, it. no. <laughs> people, people know this guy. Oh, okay. Uh, I ran into one of our other, other buddies that fishes that area quite a bit. And, oh. um, it, you know, I, I was talking to, I was talking to him about it. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that guy is a freaking, freaking <laughs> dickhead. Yeah. You know, I'll just say it. Yeah. But, you know, like, you know, people like that exist in the world. You know that, man. It just, those are the type of people that, ah, it sucks when you got to fish next to them or they're, or they're close by. But, um, and I think Spencer brought him up too. I think Spencer knows who might know oh, who really? I'm talking about. And that's because, you know what? But that's, but that's the thing is that, um, like I said, dude, when we, most of the places we, I mean, actually all the places that we fish, it's public waters. You know what I mean? And I, I, I think if anybody who's ever fished with fishing kid or myself, or who's ever seen us fish, dude, we don't even go impede on people at all. I, I impede on you. <laughs> because you're catching right. that that would be the only thing but but if it's somebody like i just say you know we go fish i'm like i'm not gonna just be that big of a prick and just go there you know what i'm saying and i think it's etiquette i think we have a little bit of fisherman's etiquette you know like they're there they're fish it's my thing like you were just saying you're casting over here over here get it that you know that guy came and told you hey well you better not be letting your shit drift over here right i understandable but for him to cast in front of you all right now you're now you're just being a prick you know yeah. what i mean yeah. that that i i guarantee it everybody who's listening is like yep <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's happened see i get it he was there first mm-hmm. but like i said i was you know up river quite a ways uh maybe some people would say that's too close but I didn't think it was too close. Um, if let's say I did cross my line with his or something, and then he gets mad, understandable. But I was just mm-hmm. there fishing; nothing was really happening. It's like, oh yeah, I'm casting up there, and he's literally casting towards the freaking rocks in front of my feet. He was just trying to—he was trying to prove a point, even though yeah. it was an idiotic point. And then on top of that, like you just said, he snagged. <laughs> so it probably even pissed himself off even more. So yeah. he's already he's already pissed off at the world. And then now <laughs> trying to trying to be a prick and, and prove a point to you, he he snags. <laughs> so he's yeah. like, he probably even got even more heated. <laughs> Good. You know I, what I mean? I mean, I don't have anything against the east side people of Demore. <laughs> but people that fish the area knows it can be a little sketchy. Yeah. But you know what? Guys, you're fishing, man. It's not, it's not that deep. When I say that, it's not that deep. It's that enjoy being outdoors, enjoy fishing. All the little nuances like this, like you just said, people got to. That's why I was like, you know, whatever. I'll just go upstream. Yeah. I was talking to Bo about it. It's like, dude, what the hell is that guy's problem? I'm trying. I'm here trying to do the same thing. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. We're just trying to enjoy fishing. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't even that. It, like I just said, it's not that deep. It's like you can move 100 feet. You can move 50 feet and you can fish as long as it's not crossing your line. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. That's it. It's, it's as simple as that, but it really isn't to people, I guess. No, no, you're right. It's, it's just running into people who feel like they um, deserve their spot and this they own that whole area since they're there first. See. Because uh, our friend Spencer, he mentioned a guy, an old man that he ran into on the river. And he was like pissed off by the fact that Spencer was even re- like within three miles of fishing with him. And I think this is the same guy. Oh, boy. I mean, how do you even deal with that? I mean, it's you just it's whatever. <laughs> I would be like, it's whatever, man. I don't care. Just, just stop fishing then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they hate it that much, if they hate people that much. I get it. You, you when you go fishing, you want to kind of get away from the masses. But I mean, we also live in a free world and a public domain where you can fish. I mean, it's you, a it's yeah. basically an urban fishery. It's not like we're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and you know, it's is what it is, man. No, man, I, I feel you, dude. 
<laughs> Sorry. Good thing I wasn't there because then I would have been a prick right back to him, probably. Well, I say, man, he might be some crazy person. Because there we saw there was another guy. He he was he was kind of questionable, but he was actually pretty nice. We said hi to him, you know, and then when we were leaving, he's like, What you guys didn't catch nothing? Like, no bites. We're like, no, no. And it turns out it was the other guy's buddy. <laughs> oh. But you know, it's just is what it is but um no i i i hear you man we run into those every so often went to gentlemen's or even even women i don't yeah i think i've run into a few women no actually haven't it's mostly men man it's like territorial they get so territorial it's like and it's fishing in the public waters i mean i get it if somebody's there within five ten feet and then they're crossing your line all the time or casting in front of you understandable but if somebody's like 50 feet away, 20 feet, 34, whatever the case may be, it's like they're not even near you. It doesn't even affect where you're yeah. casting. Then I couldn't even see him technically. I mean, I That's saw like his headlamp further downstream. But like I said, he was around the bend. He came up around the corner to freaking prove his point, I guess. <laughs> Go figure, man. I mean, we OK, I guess we got a couple more weeks of this uh, open waterness before probably another month or two. So you might still have to deal with that some more. And then especially if um, spots here to fish is going to be limited, <laughs> we're going to run into more and more people. Hopefully, hopefully well, that doesn't happen too often. Generally, like we said, most people are fine. Yeah. Just these random freaking bitter people out there. Yeah. Whatever. Actually, you know what? Or or I'm the asshole and I shouldn't. <laughs> I should have fished a mile away from him. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're the asshole. You should have just cast it right in front of him. Dude. That's what I was, or let that shit drift because you're an asshole, right? But right, exactly. But no, actually, I want to hear. I want to hear some stories, man. Any listeners, any uh, uh, people who watch us, I want to hear some uh, amazing stories where you guys run into some idiotic fools who just really hate life in a way. <laughs> let us know, man. Let us know on that. Um, he, he seems like a guy that's willing to fight over a fish. Oh to boy, me, a fish ain't worth fighting over. Like, if you want to find me over fish, then you got bigger problems. Nope. I agree. You know what? I think I've, yeah, I've seen that before. A lot of people fight over fish. That's crazy if you really think about it. Dude, you're, it's fishing, man. It's like, it should be one of the most relaxing, enjoyable activities to do in life. It should, it, it, if it's, it should be. I don't care what anybody says, you know, you can, I'll, you can say whatever. I, I really do believe it's one of the most relaxing, enjoyable things, activities you can do in life. And, and frustrating at the same time. <laughs> and fresh. Uh, it, I mean, for a while I did. You know, that's the one that you're right. It can get frustrating because if you, you know, if you're so focused on catching the fish or whatever the case may be, or you're not catching anything impatient, it teaches you patience for sure. Mm. You know, um, I think because I have a hard time with that patience and i think fishing has really helped me to you know calm down a little bit like you just gotta be patient and learn how, right. how you know learn the fishing the techniques you know how the fish are acting and all that stuff so it, it's, it's it's it teaches me especially someone like me so but still at the end of the day dude, you're fishing man it should be relaxing and fun stress reliever not stress increaser <laughs> You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. That's why you know you have a bad day. You go back out again and try to make up for it. Agreed. But I've been having a lot of bad days, so hopefully, hopefully, it changes. I think I think it's it's a numbers thing. It should it should it should increase at least catch yeah. ratio. Like like what I always tell people, you know, I'm not good at fishing. I just go all the time. Just <laughs> well, you you catch a lot more than most, though, man. I probably fish more than most people. That's true. I mean, I mean, it helps. It helps going more, obviously. Nope, you're right. Definitely does, man. Oh yeah. Um. So, we'll we'll segue into this. Um, ice fishing, man. Getting. Your, I, I saw you post a picture, man. You getting ready for ice fishing? Is it slowly. You getting your gear ready? You're ready, to rock and roll. We got. I I say about a month, maybe a month and a half left before solid ice, at least central Iowa. We might have to travel. You, you think we'll have solid ice by December 9th? No. That's one month from now. No. That's um, what you just said, though. You're like a month, month and a half. 
I, I think a month and a half, possibly Central Isle. I think in a month no, up north, we have to travel. Yeah, a month and a half would be like Christmas. I think if we go up north about oh, yeah. a couple hours, an hour or two, I think we'll have it in yeah. Christmas. But Central, mm, yeah, you might be right. It might be January. I mean, <laughs> well, shit, if it, if it stays 60 degrees, <laughs> you know what I mean? E- even if it doesn't stay 60, even if it stays 40 or 50, it's, that doesn't do anything in regards to, you know, freezing the water. So we might, yeah. we might be in for a late ice season but we might be in a hopefully if it's a long ice season you know what i'm saying like it may not be solid ice until most likely january but hopefully it lasts till mid-march central iowa that is i hope doubt it <laughs> i know i doubt it too but it, it, it did a couple years ago so i mean cross my well, pe- people might call me debbie downer but i'm just trying to be realistic <laughs> I try not to get caught up in the hype. Like, oh, this guy at work. Well, it was 30 degrees last week or something at night or high 20s. It was like 28 degrees at night. And he walks up to me at work. Oh, you think we're going to have early ice? Dude, it's been 28 degrees for like two nights. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) But at least I saw you, right? You're getting yourself yourself ready. Yeah. You excited a little bit? You got the itch? I bought two jackers or I bought two jaw jackers because they were on sale at Sportsman. Are if they? that's getting ready, then uh, I'm hey. not I'm not really getting ready because I haven't my uh, life scope ice bundle still in pieces. I haven't put nothing together. All my tents and stuff tucked in the corner in the garage with my ice rods. Yeah, no, I haven't gotten ready yet. I'll, when the time comes, I'll get ready. I, I, I pushed all my ice stuff on the garage from the corner out into somewhat the middle. <laughs> so I haven't opened up anything, but I brought it out to where it's accessible. Uh, I think I, I got to that point. Um, dude, I, I'm going to try. Uh, we should do this. We, do, we should do a video of us doing a, I want to say challenger comparison if you want, because you had the jaw jackers and I purchased the um, automatic fisherman, the snapper. Yeah. You could try it out. We should do a quick video comparison of those two. Like to see which one catches more fish or or which one we all prefer. I, mean, I don't know. I've only ever used jaw jackers, so I can't I can't <laughs> comment on that. But you could well you can see the automatic fish that I that I purchased to see if it's something you'll like. You never know. Yeah, true. But we, we can try it out. We'll try it out. Um like you said, I said, I'm excited for ISIS because I really want to focus this year. I, I, I really want to catch, like I said, I keep saying it until it happens, but I want to catch a catfish through the ice. And this year, I was just telling Fishing Kit right before we, we started recording this podcast, um, I dove into the Garmin um, products. I didn't do the live scope. I can't afford that shit. I'm not, I'm not rich guy like like Fishing Kit over here. Um, I, I, you're, I, I, you're close, though. I was close, but... Uh, I did dive into the uh, panoptics, so I um, that was a, a a splurge that I did for this ice season, and hopefully we'll see. Because I I think the the big thing was like I didn't want to spend twenty five hundred you know twenty five hundred to three grand for a fish finder. Um, it wouldn't be justifiable to boss lady number one, number two. Uh, I, I did want something though, uh, for the kids, for myself and the kids to at least be able to kind of see one screen. And that's what, that was my train of thought. That's why I asked you, I was like, man, should I just get it? You know, I got a good deal on, on to get this, uh, panoptics. Right. And at least if I can get that, I can use one screen and I can have three, my kid or two of my kids and myself fishing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and cause my kids, you know, I have a flip over just so everybody knows, and for them to be inside there with me, we have one screen. It's a lot easier. And to be able to see, you know, everything, you know, real time wise, um, that helps. I think that's that's the main attraction for that. And then, um, you know, and then also another idea was that I'm, I'm really contemplating using it to run and gun in a ways that search and destroy. So I still have a flasher. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the panoptics, find the fish and then use my flasher. That's that. I mean, that, that was my train of thought this year. 
uh, for the ice season. That's what I'm going to use it for. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. I no, 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 go ahead. Something. What's up? What are you going to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this te- this so I'm the baller, Mister Panoptics and Flasher over here. What? <laughs> <laughs> See, but the crazy thing is, wait, I don't know how much that Flasher I'm trying to think. No, nah, it's still cheaper than your setup, dude. Yeah, probably. Yeah, see, so don't even. <laughs> it's oh, close. Man. Retail, it'd be pretty close. Retail, it'd be close. You're right. You're right. But no, I still think your 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 setup is still a little bit more. But you know, it, like I said though, um, I have the the Panoptics this year. I'm gonna try it out. Like I said, it's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna try that out because we saw that last year at the uh, the Yellow Best Bonanza. Seeing a couple guys using you know live scope and then using flasher. I'm, Panoptics, same you know scenario, trying to, to find the fish. That's what I was thinking in my head. I'm gonna try that out this year and, and, and see how that works. So I'm excited, man. That's why I'm excited. I got a little bit new thing. You got anything? You, you grab anything new besides uh, um those jaw jackers this year? Picked up some new to me boots. Ooh. I'll probably need some new ice fishing gloves. This year, you know, I'm pretty set on big purchases, really. Yeah. Because I kind of got everything that I need. I got the got the one man flip over last year. Yep. I got the hub for camping and stuff. I got the live scope. There is one thing I do want. I do want a an underwater camera again. Mm. Just for the footage. Yeah. Not necessarily for me to use to catch fish with. Uh, it'll it it's still cool though. Just nothing beats seeing like the a video feed of the fish. Yeah, I don't I don't think anything beats that. Yeah, but right. conditions have to be perfect for it. Yeah, no, I I recommend that if if, if nobody's ever uh, if any ice fishermen here are listening or watching, if you guys have never seen the video feed or fish with somebody who has a camera underwater, when like like fishing kit was saying, it's different, man. Because you see how the fish truly, truly react to your lure, truly just react. In period, it's pretty cool. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's just it's just cool seeing the fish come like out of a brush pile, stare at your bait, yeah. and just. Yep. Nope, nothing but- beats that. Yep, I agree. Hey, it was kind of cool because I didn't get to even see it. I think it was, was it two years ago. Yeah, I saw it in fishing kits when he had his camera and stuff. So it was, it was really cool. Um, that might be something I might look into. Maybe not this year, but maybe next year. Already Especially did my- for kids, dude. Yeah, I was thinking about that. See, that I was thinking about that, too. Um, but I was also thinking about just um, usage wise, you know, uh, you know, efficiency. Like the camera, like you were just saying, let's just say it's cloudy. It's, it's not efficient for the kids. And you're just going to look at a bunch of dust. And, hey, and yeah. So that's what, that was the, you know, I, that was my big main purchase this year. Just get the panoptics. I, I, I wanted to get live scope, but I just couldn't, I couldn't justify it for at least for my vision and what I was wanting to use it for. And if I get the panoptics, at least I can search and destroy and still use the flasher. And then on top of that, like I said, had the kids inside the, the the flip over, and then we can all use one screen. That's that was my thoughts on that. So one step at a time. And then, like I say, if I, next year if I get a boat, I can put the pan optics on the boat, and that will help a little bit too. And well, here, then here's a so. purchase I got for ice fishing. Hold on, how's that? A fan? That's a fan. With the light. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you need a fan in a what do you need a fan in winter for? For campings to circulate the air. Um, I guess no push yeah. that warm air around. Very true. Very true. How many times do you plan on camping this year, man? I did it once last season, so at least once. <laughs> at least once. I know. I'm gonna, aim, I'm gonna aim for more though. If I do like two or three, that'd be really good. You should at least gain a, a companion. I think it helps, right? No, I think if if, if you have a what companion- do you mean, like you, like you talking about you joining me on the oh, ice? I would, I would love to. I don't think I can camp overnight. I'll come visit you just like I did last year. Um, but no, I think I think if you have at least a companion, you know, next to you, or or at least another hub next, you guys camp out together and just kind of make it a, at least at least suffer together. A lot of people don't realize it's a lot of effort and work for for you to camp on the ice if you want to be comfortable, right? If you're a foot soldier and you want to camp on the ice, there you go. Like a lot of these guys up north, they just throw all their stuff in the back of a truck, haul their freaking shelter off, set up, unload their truck easy. But as you know, in Iowa, 
most of our fishing is done on foot. Yeah. Most of my fishing is done on foot. We we have bodies of water where he can use ATVs and stuff, but I don't have an ATV. I don't have a snowmobile. I got to pull stuff on my feet. <laughs> nope. You're right. We'll see. It, it's, it's a, it's, it's a trek. I seen it. I seen this guy do it. So, um, dude, it's fun though. Like yeah, those are my those are my like best viewed videos too on YouTube. The ice fishing camping try- stuff. All right, so then I gotta tell boss lady, right? I will camp with you. Or I'll, I'll set up my hub and we can camp. That's all good. Well, me and Addy that first year, me and my buddy Addy. Did he have fun? He, I think he was pretty miserable. He was not prepared. <laughs> this guy brought an air mattress out on the ice. I'm like, dude, this is a bad idea. But uh, you know, everybody when they go out, like, okay, I'm gonna do this. They're gonna be stubborn and they don't want to listen at their own detriment. They sometimes don't listen to people, but now he knows. Now he's gonna get a cut if he were gonna do it again. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think I could do it this year. I'll, I'll tell boss later. I'll, I'll do it one night. If you if you pick the night in the a location that's not too crazy far away. Yeah, we can um, pick somewhere, somewhere local, somewhere I think, close. I think she'll uh, she'll let me go for an evening because I mean it's not it's just for an evening, you know what I mean? The kids yeah, are one night. Yeah, yeah. No, I can do that. I think I'll do it this year. I have the um, I have the huge hub or the double hub, so I can use that. Damn, need that much room? I don't know. Unless you want me, you want to bunk? You want me to bunk with you? <laughs> you need a lot no. of room, right? See, technically, yeah, yeah it it's a lot of room. Yeah, you're gonna need it. No, I, I mean that's the only thing I got. I don't have anything else. So that's true. You know, you use what you got. So make sure. You know what? Let's do that this year, man. We'll we'll talk to a few others. Uh, others who have some. Actually, we I'm down to do it. I'm down to. Well, obviously you are, but I I'm pretty sure I can get one one day out. We'll see if um we can grab. Well, Spencer won't even be here. We'll see if we can grab some friends and stuff. I think Spencer will be here like. Maybe in the latter part of the season. Yeah, maybe we can do it then. Whoa, I know whoa. he, I know he's down to camp on the ice. Okay. A lot of the homies, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll work it out, man. It'll be fun. I bet uh, I'll commit to one night, at least one time this year. I'll, I'll try it for sure one one time this year that this ice season. I'll commit I think, to that. I think Bo would be down. Let's do it. Okay, we can do it. And if yeah, yeah he can camping, fit in mind on the ice, camping on the ice, man. I wonder how many of our audience does it. To does it or or I think they just enjoy watching us do <laughs> watching you. I I'm not. There's I a few people watch. that do it. Really? I, I think know. so. I think you should do it. No, I'm going to do it this year. We'll try it this year. Um, you just need an insulated tent. Yeah. It help. Well, I have an insulated. Um, my double hub is an insulated just on the top. Well, won't know until we do it, right? <laughs> You just can't pick a super cold night. Yep. We'll figure it out, but we'll do it. So stay tuned to fishing, uh, uh, fishing kits, YouTube channel. Stay tuned to my pot fishing YouTube channel. I think we're going to do it. I, I'll make it happen. We'll make it at least one night. At least I'll do it one. I'll, I'll try it out, man. looks exciting. You could, you could go back and watch one of my old videos from last winter, or the winter before. Yep. Oh, camera's almost out. I'll make it happen. We'll, we'll definitely do it this year, man. It'll be, uh, be fun. I'm I'm actually looking like I said I got the ice itch I'm I'm looking forward to it so other than that man I don't know man you got anything else guy um everybody stay tuned I, I have um a couple guests that we're still trying to lock down for the podcast and everything uh I think you guys will enjoy at least I hope so I hope actually you know what let, why don't you guys let us know how how do you guys feel about the past couple guests we've had I thought they've been pretty cool we've been kind of focusing a little bit on ice fishing and everything if that's something you guys like let us know something you guys could care less about let us know too um it's just a you know obviously a passion of us too that you know we like to do ice fishing so obviously come towards that year figure we get some guests that that knows a little bit more than us in regards to ice fishing so uh Anything else, Kit? You got anything else for anybody? Yeah, just check out our YouTubes, our social medias. Um, I don't really care about Instagram much, but it's just there. I do post pictures. Uh, I wouldn't say every day, but pretty often on there. So if you just want to see kind of what I'm doing, stuff like that. But yeah, YouTube's where it's at. 
<laughs> you yep no i'm with you you too well i do instagram a lot because it just coincides with facebook but uh yeah no no definitely youtube i think uh oh yeah just so everybody knows that you know i'm starting to do the youtube shorts for beer fish fanatics i'll do some youtube shorts for bop fishing i think kids uh fishing kids also does some youtube shorts there so i'd rather do it there than tiktok honestly because uh, i'm not a huge fan of supporting chinese programming that steals our shit but that's another topic for the story <laughs> <laughs> I, just okay, gotta... I think that's our cue we that's our cue. Cut it off. <laughs> we'll cut that one off i might have to edit that out <laughs> <laughs> but other than that guys so like i said make sure to check out fishing kids youtube channel check out my pot fishing uh youtube channel and other than that till next time guys have a good one all right see you guys